Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Yo, it's your boy G-Money. It's the G-Money Takeover Pod episode at Fantasy Football Diagnostics. You already know, your boy is here. I'm excited. Your boy John will be back next week, but I'm here holding down the fort for week five, starting with Thursday Night Football. We're going to be talking about, well, I'm going to be talking about the Rams versus the Seahawks. Got a really good one on paper here, man. They got a divisional game. Uh, Rams, Seahawks, Matty Stafford, Russell Wilson, all the receivers, Cooper Cup. So I'm really excited. Also, I'm going to be talking about my streams of the week for this week and you already know, got to go through the league news, uh, news and notes for really important information uh, that we're going to be talking about down the line. Uh, hopefully, you know, that affect people you add, people that were you added on waivers. So, yeah, let's just you know, get right into it. First, we're going to talk about these news and notes. Um, mainly, as you guys already know, David Montgomery, man, big loss definitely for him and for David Montgomery managers. We'll miss four to five weeks with that knee injury. Uh, worst case scenario, I'm thinking that he'll be back after the bye week, week 11 return. Uh, right, hopefully, you know, right before you make that playoff push to to get into the playoffs. Um, so, thank God it wasn't a you know torn ACL injury. He was very close to being that possibly. So, you know, only 45 weeks. Um, we will take that as you know best case scenario here. Uh, but for the people that were able to get Damian Williams. Failed to mention him on that waiver wide pod episode. He was definitely the number one ad. Uh, once Dave Montgomery, we confirmed that he was out uh, with that knee injury and out for four to five weeks. This man has jumped up to potentially top 25 value at the running back position, potentially a three down back role. So I'm very confident in starting him. This is a guy that was a very imperative role in the Chiefs Super Bowl run. Uh, this is a guy that can play football very well scored touchdown and relief of Dave Montgomery last week so you know with the young quarterback in Justin Fields who also just got named the starter by the way you know you, you gotta have to rely on the, the the running back running game you know passing giving him the ball so definitely something you should look out for Dave Montgomery I spent the bucks for him man put up 47 in a hundred dollar fab league uh, in the league of extraordinary people also put up $42 in another league in a hundred dollar fab budget league so i'm putting up the money i think you guys should definitely have to uh probably put up the same amount of money now that waivers is over but that just shows the confidence that i have in him and i'm definitely starting him as a rb2 solid rb2 in great matchups we'll have some rb1 upside um, other than that let's get to some other news dalvin cook did not practice on Wednesday, uh, so we know he was banged up last week in a tough matchup. He's got this matchup, cake, cake matchup against the Detroit Lions. We know we like to attack that Detroit Lions rush defense. Uh, so if he is 100%, you're starting him much, starting him up as a top three play. Uh, if he's going to share the snaps and the usage again with Alexander Madison, uh, I think <clears throat> the total of the running back of Minnesota will eat. Um, I think I'm more leaning towards Dalvin Cook getting more of the usage and the and the snaps because he is you know a couple of weeks removed from that injury. Uh, maybe they're managing it a little more, but we have to keep an eye on that, especially for Thursday's practice report. Other than that, Teddy Bridgewater concussion, not practicing today. On, I mean, not practicing on Wednesday. 
that's definitely not good news. I mean, he's still in the concussion protocol. Uh, we have to keep an eye on that. Definitely without Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not a big fan of Drew Locke, especially against this matchup against the Steelers. <clears throat> not that, you know, the Steelers are such a huge, tough matchup. It's just that, you know, I'm not a big fan of the, the prospects of Drew Locke. I think in fantasy, he can be very up and down. We know how uh, much of a struggle was last year. Teddy Bridgewater was able to, you know, have great weeks in all formats. Um, Drew Locke, I think you're only talking about him in two good quarterback leagues. And then even then, I'm not even trying to consider him. So if you were a Teddy Bridgewater manager, uh, go get guys like Sam Darnold, Taylor Heineke, Daniel Jones, if he's still out there, uh, guys that with low percentage of ownership, I think they'll be they'll be there for better matchups for sure. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that and keep an eye on Teddy Bridgewater's status going out the week, um, especially in this concussion protocol. Lastly, Melvin Gordon, he's not practicing Wednesday, uh, dealing with that leg issue, and we know if Melvin Gordon can't go, uh, this is definitely. Big news for Javante Williams, who will be getting high usage. Um, <clears throat> you know, they'll concede it's split the backfield if Melvin Gordon can play. But Javante Williams will definitely be a major benefactory of this, uh, shooting up into that RB2 high or an RB2 value with some RB1 upside. Uh, Javante Williams, we, we know we love him. He's my sleeper running back of the year. Sorry, my breakout running back of the year uh, at that running back position. So uh, we love to see that there. So let's get into the streams of the week. My streams of the week at the quarterback, the tight end, and your defensive streams position. Uh, first, at the quarterback position, I got my guy Trey Lance, Trey area season, going against his Arizona defense. He's only 40% rostered, uh, shooting up very highly. We know Jimmy G is dealing with the injury. Uh, he was great, Trey Lance, in relief for Jimmy G in week four. 157 pass yards, two passing touchdowns, 41 rushing yards. Love to see that. Uh, got Arizona a divisional game where I think there could be a lot of points scored. And even if not, you know Trey Lance brings that floor. This is the same logic we wanted to use for Justin Fields. But Trey Lance has Kyle Shanahan, man, one of the offensive geniuses in this league. You know he knows how to use his quarterback. He drafted Trey Lance with a offense in mind, not like Matt Nagy trying to create throughout the way uh, that he has Justin Fields now. When you draft a quarterback like Justin Fields, a draft a quarterback like Trey Lance, uh, you, you should have a plan in mind coming into the, the – that's why you took him. I mean, so Trey Lance, I like him going against Arizona this week at the quarterback position of stream of the week. At the tight end position stream of the week, I'm going with my man Cameron Brait. 18% roster going against this Miami team where the Bucks will be heavily favored. So that's good for them, for Cameron Bray, for the Bucks, uh, for Brady, who definitely wants to target him. He got six targets last week in week four on a 64% snap share. Uh, you know, he, Brady wants someone in the red zone in those short uh, down situations uh, to, you know, find someone in the middle of the field. You know, A.B. was the main guy last week that got a lot of that, uh, which definitely helps him going forward. But Cameron Bray, Still wants to be, he still wants to use camera rate, still wants to have him involved. So, I think against Miami, he will continue to see a decent target share. Uh, five to six targets, I think, is definitely in that realm of possibilities for him, if not more. And hopefully, he can get in that red zone and that touchdown, that goal zone, uh, get him a touchdown. So, gotta like camera break here versus Miami in a good matchup. And for my defensive stream of the week. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, this team has been, um, you know, being able to get pressure on the quarterback. 
And going against the Chicago Bears, they're only 24% rostered. The Bears, Justin Fields, who was sacked a ton in his first start, you know, was able to fix that a little bit in the second start. But with a young quarterback, a team that's struggling to kind of use him a little bit, struggling with this offense, just lost one of their best players. Uh, Dave Montgomery will be fine, but I think Las Vegas will be able to get some sacks and pop create some pressure and I you know that's what we need for uh, a defense in fantasy not to get killed I don't I can't see Chicago's offense destroying Las Vegas as a as a defense so those are my streams of the week at the quarterback tight end and defense positions but let's get right into this game Rams Seahawks this is a 54 and a half point over under the LA Rams are two and a half point favorites uh, on the Rams side we have no injuries listed. Uh, they're pretty healthy right now on the injury report. On the Seattle Seahawks side, Trey Brown, cornerback, he's on injury reserve. Chris Carson, he is questionable. Uh, Gerald Everett, he is out. And D. Estridge is also out wide receiver. So, in this game, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over here at 54.5. I, I like there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, two really good offenses uh, when they... The Seahawks really want to be. They can be a really good offense when they let Russ cook, basically. But I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover the spread, and I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks to win this game. I think this is one of the games where they will let Russ cook. And my logic behind that on Seattle side, again, Russ Wilson, top 10 play. Uh, if I think he's going to be able to get this done, it's because of Chris Carson. Chris Carson, his situation is pretty ugly right now. He didn't practice today. Uh, status won't be confirmed right up until game time. Uh, his health uh, is looking like it was definitely a factor in the snap share. It affected him in both week three and in week four. Uh, both those games he had under 50% snap share. That's usually not the number where we want to see a, a high in RB2 at, especially someone like Chris Carson, who's been very consistent uh, as a mid-level uh, RB2 throughout the years. Uh, but He's getting a low snap share. Possibly the, the injury is affecting him. Alex Collins is getting more and more involved. So it's tough. Not one that it's a Thursday night game. So you, you have limited time to know what's going to happen uh, and to make a decision on it. So in these situations, I kind of like to fade and avoid it altogether. Uh, if Chris Carson is going to go, he probably banged up. I'm sh- I think we see a similar snap share. Um, so I think they let Russ cook, man. I think they, in a matchup that's the Russ defense of the LA Rams is a little below average, but with that line and with Chris Carson being banged up, I think they let Russ cook and throw, let him throw the ball, hopefully more than, you know, 30 times, 35 times. Let's get that up to 40 and stuff. Cause this man is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And it's unfortunate because of the low passing volume that Russell Wilson sees, uh, as he's only seeing, about a little over 27 pass uh, passing attempts per game. Both DK and Tyler Lockett, just, they just can't eat in the same game. Only week two versus the Titans, both wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, saw over five targets. We can't have that. For two of these receivers that are really good, I think this is the game where that passing attempt number goes up. You know, they rely on the passing game. Chris Carson banged up. Alex Collins wouldn't be scared of really him his rushing attack so let's get that ball in the air let's get these two receivers involved so i think both of these guys are in for a top 20 day at the wide receiver position and on the ram side you already know maddie stafford he's a qb1 he's been playing solid all week all year so far 
think he's got low and QB1 potential here in the game where I think it's going to be over 54 and a half. So you, you got to have Matthew Stafford in that QB1 territory. Daryl Henderson, man, been absolutely balling out. Uh, was able to get six targets last week, five receptions, along with his usual 15 to 20 carries. Um, this is a, a guy that came right off an of injury, hot mid-tier to high in RB2 uh, in a point game. He's going to have a lot of points scored. I'm locking in and trusting Daryl Henderson. I was been giving you great value this year from where you drafted him. Cooper Cup, wide receiver one season. You already know this man's averaging 11.5 targets per game. That's a beautiful number. That's that's dog number right there. So you want to start Cooper Cup with confidence at the wide receiver one position. Coach McVay spoke about Robert Woods. I know he wants to get him more involved. He said it himself that's on him. Um, as far as the target number, I mean he's getting. A, some targets, six targets in the last two games, nine targets in week two, but the production there uh, hasn't been coming through. He's only got one game over 60 receiving yards. Uh, so we want to see Robo was more involved. This is one of the better receivers in the league. Uh, so I think it will come here. I think uh, Sean McVay does want to get him involved a lot. So I think a top 25 week is in store for also both of these receivers, Cooper Cup and Robo was on the other side for the Rams. Uh, Van Jefferson, you know, I always liked him. Uh, I think deep league plays, um, DFS play, because of the high yards per target he's getting every week, um, he's always a threat to score a touchdown. <clears throat> so if you want a cheap DFS play, um, especially in a single game, this game slate for this one game, uh, I think Van Jefferson is definitely a good dart throw to have. Tyler Lockett playing such a high snap percentage. I think at the tight end position, you got to play him as a low and tight end one. 100% snap share in week one. 100 in week two as well. Down to 79 last week, but that's still a great number for tight end. So I will continue to play him with confidence in this game. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much my analysis for the game. Bold prediction. Since I think Russell is going to have to toss the ball in the air a little bit more, more than 27.3 times, hopefully, that means DK and Tyler Locker are going to have to eat. So I think both of them get 100 yards or a touchdown. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf will have over 100 receiving yards or a touchdown. You know, you don't want to put the and in there and make a little. Hopefully, the, the ball prediction is supposed to be a little hard, but you know, we got to uh, put the little or in there to make me successful. So that's what we got for my ball prediction. Uh, hopefully it works out. You know, we got a, a really good game here. I'm really excited for it. Uh, hopefully I took you through the main league uh, news and notes. Uh, hopefully this game is going to be really good. Hopefully you guys are locked in and be ready for that. And with that, cover Thursday Night Football, got the streams of the week, got the news and notes, and your boy G Money. Stay locked in for that week five preview, part one of the games where I'll be covering the first 10 games. Then I'll be talking about the part two preview of week five where i'll be talking about the rest of the games the remaining six uh excluding monday night football as well as the starts of the week as well as my own get money i'll be playing myself and i'll you know i'm just measuring my bar you know that's the that's a, that's a very high bar if i'm playing myself i want to be getting a certain number i got 135 in that fan duel last week so i think i'm gonna try to you know go for that number again that's a you know, pretty solid number so I'm, I'm gonna try to put up the number again uh and yeah from your boy G Money, the G Money Takeover. I'm out.